There's no way after the events that we saw across the country yesterday that we can deny the leak of the SCOTUS documents was 100% a coordinated, orchestrated plan from the left to create civil unrest and to threaten these justices who are voting to overturn Roe v. Wade. Hi, I'm Julie Barrett, and you're listening to the Women's Blaining Podcast. Today, we are talking about the left's completely orchestrated plan to leak these SCOTUS documents ahead of the August decision in an election year. This is a plan to, well, it's definitely an insurrection, and it's a plan to create chaos, to create civil unrest, and to threaten these five Supreme Court justices who are voting to overturn Roe v. Wade, it shouldn't be a shock to you that this is an election year. Think back just two years ago in 2020, also an election year, we had the summer of love, the riots of 2020 after the death of George Floyd. And that went on all summer long here where I live in the Seattle area. We, of course, had the Chaz, the chop, where our mayor at the time, Jenny Durkin, declared it the summer of love and allowed this group of Antifa and activists to take over part of the city of Seattle. They also took down the East Precinct of the Seattle Police Department and the mayor allowed it to happen. And what we're seeing now is a completely orchestrated and planned movement by the left, including all of the leaders on the left, going all the way up to President Joe Biden. Even we have past President Obama, who has been speaking out about this and encouraging people to get angry about this and protest about this. Here in Washington yesterday, we had every elected official out in force around the state doing uh, protests and rallies. In Seattle, we had our Governor Jay Inslee, along with our Attorney General Bob Ferguson, who held a rally for uh, pro-choice and to stand up for women's rights, which I talked a lot about yesterday that we've now brought back women. We can say women again. Isn't that just so convenient how we can use women when it works for our agenda? Anyway, we had a rally in Seattle, and uh, both Jay Inslee and Bob Ferguson spoke at that rally. Bob Ferguson did forget a couple of his talking points, and what's interesting is how many people on the left are falling for this idea that if Roe versus Wade is overturned, women lose their right to have an abortion. There is a coordinated effort throughout the media and throughout our elected officials and politicians and activist groups that is pushing the message that overturning Roe v. Wade will outlaw abortion in the United States. And this is completely false. What overturning Roe v. Wade would actually do is send this decision back to the states, which would put the decision in the hands of the voters, because as you know, we don't vote for Supreme Court justices. They are appointed by the president. We vote for our local legislators. So here in Washington, this really wouldn't affect us at all. And in the leftist states, it's really not going to affect them 
at all because their legislatures are already very pro-choice and will continue to pass legislation that allows abortion and allows abortion in many places where we're seeing it late term and even post-birth abortion, which is completely egregious and almost a, well, it is a separate episode, but the messaging is to rile up their activist base of pro-choice people and it's working brilliantly. You have to hand it to the Democrats, to the far radical left Democrats who have this brilliant strategy. I was watching a lot of videos from uh, like an account like Libs of TikTok on Twitter where they highlight these videos people post of themselves really just coming unhinged, totally triggered and off the rails. And what you see are these people with you know, the colored hair, the LGBTQ signs, they've got their rainbow shirts on, they're in their 20s. They have been created by the left. The left has created these confused people who are easily triggered, who need their safe space. And these folks are really easy to get riled up at a moment like this. And so you see across the country, these kinds of people coming out in full force for these rallies and protests. I'm going to play you an audio of some of these liberal protesters in New York City. They're very angry and they're very riled up. And since I'm just playing the audio for you, I'm going to give you a little bit of a picture. You've got a group of women wearing LGBTQ t-shirts and holding an LGBTQ sign that says Operation Save Abortion. And each of them are holding the justices' heads on a stick. So you've got all five of the justices that are voting in support of overturning Roe v. Wade. They've got their heads on a stick. So here's the clip of the audio from that. And you can hear how unhinged these people are. Do they not sound like a bunch of screaming toddlers? And that's actually what they look like, too. I am putting the link to this tweet in the show notes so you can go watch the video for yourself if you need a chuckle. It's pretty sad and disturbing that this is the generation of people that we are raising up. But if you think about it, it's all on full display for everyone to see. And if you can step back and look at the big picture for a moment, all of the pieces start fitting into place. Why they're doing what they're doing with our children in public school, creating a generation of people like this who are easy to get riled up in a toddler temper tantrum and create chaos around the country. It's a perfect plan. These people are easy to control. People like you and I who are critical thinkers, who can think for themselves, who will read the articles and the briefs that came out from the Supreme Court were not easy to control because we're going to read that and we're going to say, well, it's not exactly as you say. They're not actually outlawing abortion. Why are you lying? But these people on the left that have been really groomed to be this way, they are the perfect population for the left to use in moments like this. They are perfect to use for an agenda. And it's really sad to see that these people are so easily 
manipulated and molded to serve the left in this capacity. You know, we talk about freedom of choice and these people who want to be able to have their own individuality and and respected for whatever their choices are. And it's sad because these people are just puppets of the left and they don't even know. And they want us to buy into their weird stuff. And this is why they hate us. When we say we're not going to buy into your LGBTQ agenda. We're not going to say a biological man can be the woman of the year. We're going to stand up against that. And we receive hate for that. It's not because we're wrong that we're receiving hate. It's because we're not playing along with them. They can't manipulate us to do what they want. And that really pisses them off. As we watched yesterday, it was very clear it should be very clear no matter what side of the aisle you're on that this was completely planned. People were so impressed that the left could come together and organize so quickly. And why can't the right organize like the left? You guys, the left didn't organize quickly. They knew this was coming. There is no doubt in my mind that Governor Jay Inslee has had his calendar cleared for Tuesday afternoon a rally in Cary Park in Seattle for pro-choice. There is no doubt in my mind, every one of these people knew that this was coming. And for us to think otherwise, for us to think that they're just brilliant at organizing at the last minute is to be completely ignorant of the truth. We had governors, we had state senators, We had the president speaking about this yesterday. We had the vice president speaking about this yesterday. In fact, Kamala did her, somebody once said when she speaks, it's like a a teenager who forgot to do their English report and at the last minute is just making stuff up. And it's totally true. I always think about that when she speaks. But I'm going to play a clip for you from uh she was speaking at an event yesterday and she had her fake outrage on. And it's just, to me, it's so transparent. And I don't see, you know, I I hope that it's becoming more transparent to kind of our old school Democrat friends who don't like where the left is going and how far off the left cliff they're taking this. And hopefully what we're seeing with things like Kamala Harris's speech yesterday and Liz Warren, which I'm going to get to that. I'll play a clip of Liz for you here in a moment. But hopefully people are seeing this and they're realizing how Looney Tunes the left actually is. So here's Kamala Harris saying, how dare they? How dare they tell a woman what she can do and not do with her own body? How dare they? She just goes off. And what's funny is we know that this is not what's happening. The Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade would not outlaw a woman's right to get an abortion. But we have to go along with the narrative. So here she is. Well, we say, how dare they? How dare they tell a woman what she can do and cannot do with her own body? How dare they? How dare they try to stop her from determining her own future? How dare they try to deny women their rights and their freedoms? The fake outrage is really quite remarkable. I have to hand it to her there. I know that there is a 
a small group of people who admire her and look up to her. Uh, I think they're kind of those Looney Tunes leftist people that were screaming that I played for you just a few moments ago. My hope is, though, that the saner Democrats who really just want common sense in our country are going to see things like this and see through it. And her blatant lying about this issue is all the more reason that we need people on the right to be speaking up and to be speaking truth and to be saying, hey, here's what you said, but here's the actual truth. Here's what happens if this decision comes down. And it doesn't outlaw a woman's ability to get an abortion in the United States. Now, Liz Warren, and she is crazy. So she was out speaking and essentially she's calling for an insurrection. Uh, which is a lot of them are doing. And what's funny about this is that no one on the right is even saying a word about it. Whereas you had the left come out in full force right at the beginning of, you know, what happened with January 6th. As soon as Donald Trump said something, they were all out and up in arms. And the GOP, not just in my state of Washington, but across the country, the GOP has really been pretty silent on this, with the exception of a, f- a very small number of uh, people on the right. By and large, the GOP has been silent on what's going on. But take a listen to this short clip of Liz Warren uh, coming totally unhinged. I am angry. Angry and upset, angry and upset and determined. The United States Congress can keep Roe versus Wade the law of the land. They just need to do it. I, I've never seen you so angry. You seem to be. This is what the Republicans have been working toward this day for decades. They have been out there plotting, carefully cultivating these Supreme Court justices so they could have a majority on the bench who would accomplish something that the majority of Americans do not want. 69% of people across this country, across this country, red states and blue states, old people and young people, want Roe versus Wade to maintain as the law of the land. We need to do that. And we have a right. Extremists, we've heard enough from the extremists. If you don't hear that and see the agenda behind this, wake up. It is time for everyone to wake up. We are in an election year. We have a lot of garbage going on in our country. Yesterday, there was a drop of a bunch of Pfizer documents that nobody paid attention to. We don't really talk about Ukraine anymore, even though we keep sending billions of dollars to Ukraine. We've got crazy inflation, the highest in over four decades. We have a president who cannot mentally function. And we don't even really know. We have our suspicions of who is calling the shots in our country. And we've got midterm elections coming up in November. And the Democrats aren't position to do very well in November. And so this is a great time to get their base riled up, number one. But also you've got those people in the middle who maybe like some of the Republican platform and some of the Democrat platform and they're pro-choice. And that's for a lot of people, I think pro-choice is the one issue that keeps them from being a Republican. And so this is a perfect opportunity for 
people on the left to take advantage of reaching those people. And in a very coordinated effort, they are spreading lies. And if ever there was misinformation, here it is right now. But you don't see the fact-checking police on Facebook or the Minister of Truth from the U.S. government tapping down on this. No. How timely is that? That we have this new Minister of Truth that's going to control misinformation, the Mary Poppins TikTok queen. And now we have all of this information coming out from the Supreme Court and the Roe v. Wade decision, and the Democrats are going to run with it. They're going to take their narrative and they're going to run with it. We have to see this for what it is. It is a coordinated attack. If ever there was an insurrection, this is it. This is the left working overtime to attack our justice system. This is egregious, and I don't know if our country will ever be the same. I don't know what will happen. It will be interesting to see what happens in the Supreme Court and how you know, Chief Justice Roberts handles this situation and if we can get the integrity of the Supreme Court back. Because I think a lot of us have lost trust and faith seeing how clearly this was a politically charged leak. Someone within the Supreme Court is on the left and was working with people on the left to make this whole thing happen. You have seen Chuck Schumacher, the Senate Majority Leader. He was out making speeches yesterday. They needed this to come out before the decision was made in August because now they have time to have these riots, to create civil unrest, to threaten the judges, and to intimidate them into changing their mind. Had this come out in August... The decision would have been made. There's no going back. But now they have time to manipulate the situation through their socialist Marxist tactics. And that's what we're seeing right now. And it's important. I've been, I put out a tweet yesterday about the importance of the GOP speaking up right now. And I was really surprised at how many people responded to me and said, it's okay, just let the left destroy themselves. Isn't that what we've been doing for decades now? And rather than the left destroying themselves, they're only gaining more power through our silence. So we cannot afford for people on the right, people of the Republican Party, and please, to the same Democrats that know the truth, please, step up and speak up. We need people to speak out. We need people to call this what it is and to speak against the lies that the left is using to manipulate their base and to make women think that this decision would completely outlaw abortion. Now, personally, I wish it would, but the truth of the matter is it won't. It just turns the decision-making over to the states, over to the voters, and we need people on the right and sane people in the middle to be speaking out, to be giving the truth to people who aren't willing to read it, people who only read headlines or listen to the talking heads in mainstream media. We cannot be silent. Now, if you're not aware, because I think a lot of people aren't aware, last night there were riots, Antifa riots in major cities across the country. In LA, we had Antifa mobbing the LAPD. We had Antifa smashing in cop car windows. 
We had Antifa out in Seattle. We had Seattle SPD responding to that. I haven't heard uh, of any injuries or violence um, in Seattle. I mean, you know, the typical Antifa violence, but I haven't heard of anything remarkable that happened in Seattle last night. But there is a lot of stuff going on across the country. Antifa is activated. They were ready for this. And we sat back in 2020 and we allowed the Democrats to dig their own grave. And how did that work for us? We lost the election. And here we are another election year. We can't use the same strategies that don't work. This was a planned, coordinated effort. What we're seeing right now is all part of the left's plan. We've switched from COVID, then we went to Ukraine, and now we are on the SCOTUS leak. We cannot bury our heads in the sand about this. This is what we are seeing right now is Marxism, socialism. And we will lose our country if we don't speak up, if we don't hold our elected officials accountable to speaking up. We need them to speak up. And when they speak up, we have to support them. We have to have their backs. They have to know we're behind them. I feel like that's part of the reason they don't speak up is because they don't really feel like they have support. They might have a support of the few people that that play in the Republican Party. But what about just us regular voters? We need to stand up and support them and say, we've got your back. We're going to come to your defense here. And maybe if we do that, if we can show them that we support them, maybe they will speak up. They won't all speak up because, as I've said before, at least half of the Republican Party is in bed with the Democrats. But we do have some really strong conservative people in the GOP who will fight for us. But they need to know that we support them. They need to know that we have their backs. So please encourage your leaders to speak up. Please speak up yourself. Don't be afraid to talk about this with your friends on social media. Share the facts. And I try to put out a lot of content through the conservative ladies of Washington social media that is factual, that will educate people on the left in a nice way. And we have to be willing to be brave and be courageous and share the truth. Because if we don't share it, they may not get it at all. You may be the only person that shares a different point of view, the truthful point of view, with some of your liberal friends that you interact with maybe on social media or in person. Share the facts. Deliver the facts in truth and in love. And we're not going to win over everybody, but maybe we'll get a few people that wake up and say, oh, I had no idea. I just believed what my TV was telling me. Wow, you guys, we are in really crazy times. It's really interesting. I feel like, you know, it's hard to watch what's going on. But in so many ways, I'm so grateful that God has chosen for me to live during these times. And I hope you feel that way too. We are definitely called to be truth tellers during this time. And so please don't be afraid to speak truth and to share the truth with people in your circle that need to hear it. I will definitely be talking about this more because this isn't going to go away. We've got the summer of 2022 ahead of us, and it's going to get a lot more interesting. And I just pray for our leaders. I pray for our elected leaders all over the state, regardless of party. Everybody just needs prayer. And I pray for truth among these people, and especially that people in the Democratic Party who do know the truth will have the courage and bravery 
to say what is true and to speak against these radical leftists in their party. And I pray for our GOP leaders and I even pray for our president. You know, we really need to be praying for everybody right now because that is what our country needs. Our country needs to be saved. And I believe only God can do that. So I'm going to leave it there for today. And I will be back again tomorrow with, for sure, another hot topic. It may be on this and we'll see where that goes. But I hope you have a fabulous day. If you like this, please rate it and share it. And I will see you next time. (laughs) 